Hello, this is Robbie Lee. And Sam. And welcome once again to Third Row from the Front. Today's episode is Captain America Civil War, which is the third and final Captain America movie in the Captain America trilogy. It's also the first movie in the Phase 3 of the um, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, this movie is almost an Avengers movie. I mean, it practically is. We're only missing Thor and uh, Incredible Hulk. But um, the movie is a um, – it starts off, you know, Captain America and his little team of Avengers. He's got like a small group, which is uh, who's Sam, who's the, the Falcon, and Wanda, who's uh, Scarlet Witch, and Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're on the trail of Rumlo, who you may remember was in uh, Captain America um, – uh, winter soldier and he's trying to steal something and uh something like some bi- biological weapon and they're hot on his heels there's a big action sequence and there's this explosion that ends up happening and wanda tries to like deflect the explosion like away from captain america and it ends up blowing up like two levels of this building and you just know that there's people inside that, that were killed. And so she feels all this guilt. And because of this incident and because of their prior incidents, you know, the whole New York incident in the Avengers, the Sokovia event, which was in the second Avengers movie, and then the events of Captain America Winter Soldier. There's been all this destruction and like, um, you know, lives lost um, that we don't really see in the movies. But this is the first time they're kind of really – talking about it and saying you know there's been these these casualties these this collateral damage that we need to like you know we need to account for we need to take responsibility for so um general ross who is now a secretary of state um he was the one from incredible hulk that was always after bruce banner um they come up with this something called the sokovia accords which basically means the Avengers will no longer be their own bosses since S.H.I.E.L.D. is no longer really their boss. They're just kind of their own – they just make their own decisions. Um, this, this, These accords are saying that the Avengers should now be under the direction of the UN. So anything, anything they want them to do, that's what they'll do. So this causes kind of a rift between um, Tony, uh, Tony Stark played by you know Robert Downey Jr. He wants to sign – and then a few of his people want to sign, you know, he, and then you've got Steve Rogers on the other side, Captain America, who's like, no, we shouldn't sign because now we'll be basically taking directives from people with agendas. Like, what if they want to send us somewhere that we don't think we should go and then vice versa? What if there's somewhere, we, we're, somewhere we're needed and they don't give us the authorization to do so? So it creates this rift between these these two groups and there's where the Civil War comes in. But uh, we'll get more into those details uh, Sam, what do you think of Captain America Civil War? This is a great movie. I love this movie. Um, probably one of my favorites along with the second Captain America movie. Because um, it's action-packed. The fight sequences are amazing. Like, all of them. Um, the one at the end is probably my favorite one. But, you know, they're all great. Actually, the two last fight scenes. So, um I mean, they call it Civil War because they have half the Avengers, you know, fighting the other half of the Avengers. 
and the way they do that whole battle scene is just perfect like you see it's it's fun you know in a weird way they make it fun but um because they all are friends right so it's like they don't really want to hurt each other they're just trying to get to their point like how the other half's trying to get to this airplane and the other half is just trying to stop them and kind of arrest them i guess but um yeah the the fight sequences in this movie are my favorite um we get introduced to can i say it or we get introduced to black panther in this movie and spider-man um and both of them are perfect you know like this is probably my favorite (gasps) spider-man you finally admit it (laughs) yes and you know he does a great job like he's funny his lines are funny he plays a kid like really well like a teenager um but it's really cool to see like how strong he is too like but he doesn't really acknowledge it like he just plays it off he's like oh wow like he's just so like amazed at what everyone else can do and it's like dude you just stopped like a whole truck with like Mm -hmm. loud even flinching or whatever so i don't know it's cool to see that um but yeah, it's just a great movie. Action packed, super entertaining. Um I don't know if if people will understand like without watching the other movies before this if they'll understand the reason for the accords or um but I think they would still what? No, I was shaking my head cuz I'm like I really don't. I I think this is a movie that you need to have seen the other movies to get this movie. Yeah, to like really understand it. But if you're a person that just likes action, yeah, there's plenty of I action. think <laughs> you can enjoy this movie yeah. just off the action alone because those fight scenes are the best. Like they're just so good. So like done so well. Um but yeah, I think you do need to watch the previous movies to understand like why things are happening in this one. Um, Even if it's just the the last Avengers movie, if you saw the Avengers Age of Ultron, I think you'd be okay watching this one. Yeah, but also I think you would need to watch the second Captain America to understand the whole Winter Soldier aspect of it. This is true. So just watch all of them is what I'm saying. (laughs) Because that's like a huge point in this movie is, you know, um, what happened to the Winter Soldier and stuff. So... um, but yeah, also you know, but there is a lot of enough action in this movie. I feel like just to enjoy on its own. So, you know, you make that decision. Um, but I recommend it to everybody. I think it's a great movie. Super entertaining, super fun. Um, I love it. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, I love it too. These and I, I really attribute it to the directors, um, Anthony and Joe Russo, the Russo brothers. They did the last Captain America, also uh, Winter Soldier. They just have a real keen eye for like action which is funny because they come from tv work they did like community um which is again why we see the dean i forget i forget the actor's (laughs) name but the guy that played the dean on community he's in this movie he has like a cameo and he's basically playing the dean (laughs) because he's like pretty much that same like attitude and yeah because they're at mit yeah he probably is (laughs) yeah it's just funny but um anyway so these guys do really well with these movies um and that's why they were asked to do the last two avengers movies too which they also nailed but um they just re- do really well with the the jokes and the the action. Um, and I know you mentioned we get to 
it, this movie is like packed with characters. That's why I said it's like it's basically an Avengers movie without the Avengers title, um, because again, everyone that we've been introduced to at this point, besides you know Guardians of the Galaxy, they still haven't found their way into the <laughs> to the whole Avengers thing yet. But um, besides uh, Thor and Hulk, who are mentioned, everyone's in this movie. All the all the Avengers we've met up until this point. Um, and then again, like you said, we also get to meet Spider-Man, played by Tom Holland in this iteration. What I love about this is, I think because we had so many Spider-Man movies, even in his own Spider-Man movie that's going to be coming soon, we'll you know we'll review that one too. They finally stopped explaining this guy's origin. Like they don't even mention <laughs> Uncle Ben in this movie. Like yeah. Tony Stark's like, "How did you? So how did? How are you able to climb up walls?" He's like, "It's a long story." Like you know, it's <laughs> and, and it, it's funny because I'm like, "Yeah, we're done. We're, we we. It's like Batman's origin story. We know how this guy came to be uh, Superman. You know, I mean Spider Man. Excuse me. Um, we know. We've seen it multiple times. Um, so we don't even. We meet Aunt May, played by Marissa Tomei, which is it's a which is funny. They have fun with that because of course she's not little old Aunt May. She's this like, you know, middle-aged, pretty foxy looking, uh, Aunt May. Um, and they have fun with that with, uh, you know, Tony Stark, of course, always flirting. So, um, but yeah, I, I think Tom Holland was, is the first Spider-Man that I can say I was actually, I was like, they nailed it. They finally got the Spider-Man of the comic books because as a kid, that was, and for a lot of kids, I feel like Spider-Man was my comic book guy. Like he was the, you know, everyone had their favorite. Like some people like Spider-Man, I mean, uh, Superman or some people like Batman. Mine was always Spider-Man. And I think, I think kids relate to Spider-Man a lot because he's a kid, right? He's not, you know, he, he went through the same stuff that, you know, kids go through all the, the awkwardness of high school and you know having a a crush on a girl that doesn't notice you or whatever all the and being kind of nerdy you know he's like a, a he's obviously a geek because he's able to create the webbing that he uses and all this you know he, he's a very computer geek in this in this version but he plays it perfectly he has he has all the quips and everything because Spider-Man's always talking. Like that's one of his things. Like he's fighting crime, but he's always saying something. And they make jokes about that. Like all the other guys are like, you know, I don't know if you've ever been in a fight before, but there's usually not this much talking going on because all the other guys are too busy like fighting. And he's all like, oh, wow, you have a metal arm. That's so cool. You know, like just <laughs> commenting on everything that's going on. And it's hilarious. Um, he plays it perfectly and they, they wrote him perfectly. Nothing against Tobey Maguire. I know he was the first one to do it, but <laughs> I I was never sold on Tobey Maguire's version. Um, Andrew Garfield, I remember when he first started playing it, I was like, okay, this guy, I remember thinking like, they got it finally, they got it. And then as I watched that movie and the second one, I was like, no, they, they had it and they lost it because his attitude was a little too cool for school. And then they totally changed his origin and it was really weird and i hated what they did with that so i'm glad they scrapped that third movie they were gonna make for the amazing spider-man because i didn't like the direction it was going but like i said this tom holland finally we got the peter parker that we were supposed to get i feel like even though he's slightly younger than he was in the comic books i think or at least when he first starts out i think he's like more like a senior in high school this one he looks more like a sophomore maybe (laughs) he's a couple years younger but uh, and then of course, like you mentioned, also we get 
introduced to um, T'Challa, a.k.a. Black Panther, played by the late, great Chadwick Boseman. Um, this is the first time I've, I think we've seen one of these movies since he passed, and I was like, it, it, I got a little choked up because <laughs> it's been a while since, I, since I've seen you know, him in the, in the costume because you know, um, he passed away, what, like almost a year ago? Um, but yeah, he's great. I mean, he was great as, as Black Panther in this movie. When we're introduced to him, he's set on vengeance, like something tragic happens and he's out for revenge. And so that's how we were first meeting him. So he's kind of against all of the Avengers. He's like, y'all are all at fault for this. So he, he's got no, um, you know, he hasn't really made his, his allegiance with them yet. Yeah. Um so he's an he's an interesting character in that aspect that he's he's not part of them. He's just like he has his own agenda. Um Yeah, so it's it's a lot of story packed into this movie because you've got this you've got the this whole civil war that's going on. You've got these two new characters that are introduced. Um you've got um the uh the whole winter soldier thing which is its its own sub story. So you've got a lot of plot lines going on, but it all works. Like it's, it never feels confusing or too like overstuffed, at least to me. And like you mentioned, um, that big fight scene amongst the Avengers is just great because it's, it's fun. Um, and it's almost like, cause you know, they they don't want to kill each other. Right. So mm-hmm. there, there's even a scene where, uh, Nat and Clint, who of course, you know, Black Widow and Hawkeye, they're fighting each other because they're on separate sides in this war and they're like bantering and she's like we're still friends right and he's like that depends on how hard you go on me or something like that mm-hmm. and they're kind of joking around fighting and then all of a sudden um out of nowhere uh wanda like uses her powers to pick up black widow and like toss her against a, a van or something and she's like ow and then she uh Wanda looks at Clint and she's like, "You are pulling your punches," and then she just walks away. <laughs> it's just funny because you know they're obviously they're they're going easy on each other, but um, and then we uh we just dis- we just reviewed this movie, but then we we get to see Ant Man again in yeah. action, um, and of course Paul Rudd brings that that humor that Paul Rudd humor to the scene. Um, <laughs> he like he's like a he's like a fanboy. He's like one of us, like meeting everybody. <laughs> oh, hey, Captain America! Ah, oh, you're great, and you know, and I know you too. You're awesome, and just like looking at everybody, like it's so great to to be here to be fighting with you guys. And um, there's one part where he's like a little he's in his ant form, and he's on um, Barton, Clint Barton, Hawkeye. He's on one of his arrows, and he's like, "Are you are you ready, Ant? You know, Ant Man, or if already calls him, he's like." yeah arrow guy let's do this or whatever like because he doesn't know his name so it's just funny like the way he talks to people and and he brings that humor to it him and he, he and like um spider-man are the two like comic reliefs in that scene yeah. uh the two the two insect men which i thought was oh, funny yeah. right um so yeah there's lots of great moments like that in this movie lots of great action set again it it was very um similar to winter soldier where it has those those great action scenes um like car chases and whatnot and um there's that famous scene that you love so much so there's a scene where (laughs) (laughs) where steve rogers he just happens to be in this dirty gray t-shirt for some reason he had to take his jacket off that's what it was that's what it was sorry i knew there was a reason why he was only wearing that little shirt 
So he has to stop this helicopter from taking off. So he's like, you know, running on the roof and he grabs the, I forget what you, what you would call that, but like part of the helicopter, he grabs it and he grabs onto the, the roof of that, um, the helipad. And so he's there like, you know, his arms, one arm's on the helipad, one arm's on the helicopter. And so you just see him like flexing, trying to bring the helicopter back and to show how strong yeah. he is. <laughs> but it's just funny. Cause I was like, Oh, that's such a, you know, they put that in there to just show off his physique. Right. <laughs> which I'm like, oh, yeah. which I'm like, you know what? That's fine. Because they do that plenty of times with the female characters, you know, mm-hmm. where they show off, like we've talked about poor, uh, Natasha Romanoff. They're always showing her, but and then what's her face? Wanda. They Wanda. give her those low cut costumes. <laughs> yeah, Wanda usually, she, whenever she's like in regular clothes, she's just wearing like whatever she wants to wear. But they made her this costume, I guess, for to be an Avenger, and it's literally like this, this thing that like pushes her boobs together into like this <laughs> cleavage thing, and it's totally unnecessary, right? But uh, but that's why I was like, you know what? That's fine because because you and I was like, oh, that's impressive, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because he pulls the helicopter down. Like that's how yeah. strong he is. Yeah, so you know it's it's a it's a cool movie. It, like it's a definitely a, a crowd pleaser of a film, mm-hmm. and you get to see. So I don't, we didn't really talk about it too much, but in the Avengers: Age of Ultron, you do see this kind of rift starting to form between Steve and Tony Stark because they're arguing about. Um, I guess they're different. Um, their views on how how to best serve humanity or how to how to be avengers mm-hmm. there's that scene where they're chopping wood and they're kind of bickering back and forth well that goes even further in this movie because um now they're on opposite sides of this of this accords thing like tony believes that they should be signing this they need to be held responsible and and be under somebody's i guess supervision and steve is like no i don't agree with that because look what happened with with shield like you know that all fell apart so why are we doing this again we should be our own we should make the decisions here um and so it it's it's it, it, this this whole thing will will continue through the rest of the movies like this uh this rift that forms it's not just like okay it all like um resolves itself by the end of the movie so it kind of sets the the stage for certain things to happen in the in the following movies but um so this is one of those where, like you said, it's kind of hard to say. I don't believe it's a stand. It's definitely not a standalone movie. You'd have to have watched at least a, a good amount of the previous films um, to get what's going on and to and to just understand the characters themselves. Because yeah. you're going to be like, what, what's their motivation and why? Why is who's this guy and why is he flying through walls? And you know, you're you're, you're going to need to know these things about them these are really rewarding movies for those of us who've been keeping up with them because mm-hmm. there's all these callbacks and references to previous things that have happened but definitely a recommend from us if you've been keeping up with the the marvel movies yeah and the same kind of concept like we've seen this before especially with captain america and you know i guess it makes sense because this is a captain america mm-hmm. movie but that's what Captain Rogers explains to Nick Fury in the second movie, like, you can't hold a gun to America or to the world and and say it's protection, because that's basically what's going on, right? Like, um, what what does freedom mean to you? And what does protection and safety mean to you? So some, 
you know, some people think like, oh, if you have, um, like in the second Captain America movie, they had these helicarriers where they were, they had guns on them. And so Fury's point was we could neutralize a target, you know, a hostile person before they even like kill somebody. And Captain America's like, you can't do that. Like you can't hold the world hostage and then call it protection and call it freedom and stuff. Right. Um, and he compared it to the Nazis and same thing here, these accords, you know, Tony Stark's trying to say like, well, these accords are going to hold us accountable and keep people safe. They're going to keep people safe, um, by making sure we're only sent to where we need to go or, you know, whatever. And Captain America's like, no, all this does is shift blame. Mm-hmm. So the UN's going to get blamed for these deaths now if we get sent somewhere and, and something happens, right? Um, so again, like these are, like you said, these are people with agendas, just like um, the Nazis back in the day, just like S.H.I.E.L.D., they didn't know they were, you know, infiltrated. Um, so you can't, you can't be governed by by someone because they have their own agenda. So that's, you know, what's what uh, Captain America has been fighting since the beginning of time, I feel like. So, yeah. um, you know, it's just a, a big message, a big question to you, like as the viewer, like what do you view as protection or, and what do you view as freedom? Um, what are you willing to give up to be protected or or safe what are you willing how many freedoms are you willing to give up to to feel safe and protected yeah and that's what i liked about i'm glad you mentioned that because that's what i liked about this too is there's not a there's not like a right or wrong side on this like yeah like we like captain america so we took his side and we like he makes good points (laughs) but i've heard people that are like no i was team stark like i understood what he was trying to go for and uh and I agreed with them signing the accord. So, there, you know, it, it's not like right or wrong. It's like, well, they both make good points. It just – it ends up being like who do you trust more, I guess, or who do you believe is going to do the right thing. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. They don't, they don't like paint one side as the right side yeah. or the wrong side. Um, one person we forgot to mention was uh, Daniel Brühl, who's the actor that plays – he plays like the villain in this movie, um, Captain Zemo. Who's also in the helmet? Helmet Zemo, who's in the uh, comics as well. But um, the actor that plays him, Daniel Brühl, like I said, is he was most famously probably in Inglorious Bastards. He played I forgot the name of the character, oh, yeah. but he played the sniper that is like constantly like harassing that French uh, woman to like go out with him. And he's like in the movie or something, yeah, right? They make him in the in the movie in Glorious Bastards. They make a movie about him because he's like this great sniper that killed so many people or whatever. And um, and the whole climax is them watching that movie at the end in that theater, and you know, and he's like, "Oh, I'm so embarrassed," and you know, whatever. But he plays the the bad guy in this. And um, if you're watching the show Falcon and Winter Soldier, he also comes out in that. So, um. But he's really good. I mean, I, I love that guy because I just love actors that can speak so many languages. Because I was, I've, I've looked up his his uh, like his bio before, and he's like Spanish. I think he, he himself is like Spanish. He's like he so he speaks Spanish. He speaks German. Speaks English, and I think he speaks French. I don't know. But I love these like oh, actors that can play, and, and pretty much everybody in Glorious Bastards is like. They can speak multiple languages. They had yeah. to in the movie itself. So, uh, and he speaks like 
I know he speaks a few languages in this movie too. I think it's like German. I've heard him speak German and I heard him speak, um, uh, I don't know if it was French. He speaks, he spoke a couple of languages in this movie too. So he's really cool. Cause he's not like your typical villain. He's got like, again, he's got an agenda too. Um, and it's born out of vengeance as well. So, um, yeah, it was a really good movie. Like, uh, because he wasn't he's not like some crazy villain like sometimes the villains are just like over the top like insane or they i want to control the world it's his is pretty simple (laughs) he just wants to like create some chaos and he's got his own reasons for that um but yeah i definitely recommend this movie um it's one of the one of my favorites in the the mcu every time we get to this i'm like all right guess what the next movie is civil war (laughs) yay yeah it's Um, just so good yeah it really is they did a really good job with this one. Um, and I think our next movie in the series is Doctor Strange, which is... I was just thinking about again, that Again, a total left turn. I love that they they vary these movies enough to where you don't get bored. I know some people, like, they they have that, uh, ugh, another superhero movie. Like, there's those people that just, they're never going to get on board with superhero movies. They're just That's just not their thing. And I think it's because they think, like, how many of these can you make? And the answer is, like, a lot. Because <laughs> there's so many the characters. does not exist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> little does not, exi- does not exist. Exactly. Um, but they vary these enough to where it's not the same thing each time. It goes into these weird places. Like, Doctor Strange, is, that's going to be an interesting one right there. Because it has to do with, like, mysticism and, like... Um, all kinds of like Eastern philosophy and stuff. So that's, that's its own thing right there, which we'll get into next time. But, um, yeah. So obviously a recommend from us for, um, Captain America civil war. Is there anything else you wanted to add to that? Mm, yeah. Just follow us on Instagram at third row from the front and let us know what movies to watch and review. Yes. And thanks again for listening. And we'll talk to you next time on third row from the front. Bye. Bye.